Hey, I'm Jarrett. And I'm Sam. And this is Culture Catch-Up, your favorite pop culture podcast where we rewatch childhood favorites, movies we missed, and everything in between. Don't forget to subscribe to Culture Catch-Up wherever podcasts are available. And follow us on Instagram at Catch-Up Culture. What is up, everybody? Yo! It's time for another episode of season two of your favorite pop culture podcast, Culture Catch-Up! We're really excited to be back. I know we say that every week, but really we are. Because it's a miracle we're here every and time. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> and uh, this being, you know, spooky week, Halloween week, we've decided to do the closest thing to a slasher film that Sam will watch, that Zip. I will watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why that was in third person. <laughs> uh, just how you feel like referring to yourself today. No big deal. Anyway, this is the closest thing to horror I'm willing to go. And that is, I know what you did last summer. Yes. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so spooky. Uh, but as always, before we talk about that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Jerry, you it. first. Well, I've been watching for the uh, last little bit because the second season just came out on Adult Swim Cartoon Network earlier this year. Uh, but I've been watching the series Primal. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. It is an animated show talk uh, based in prehistoric times. And it follows... Like dinosaurs? Yeah. And it follows the uh, story of the character Spear, who is a caveman, uh, and then Fang, his T-Rex that he's able to like befriend. Mm. And basically, it's it's done by Gendy Tartakovsky. Tartakovsky. Sorry, say his name better. Uh, and he actually did a short animated series of the Star Wars Clone Wars that was in the early 2000s and stuff uh. and which I watched for the first time when they came on Disney Plus very good okay. but what makes this show so cool is there is basically no talking at all in the whole thing oh it's all just that's like pure action cool? yeah you don't mean that's what makes it perfect for nap time <laughs> <laughs> no because the show is incredibly violent huh. uh but it's an animated show and there's no uh yeah there's basically no talking at all in the whole thing but what makes it so interesting is how well they're able to uh, propel the story forward using only just like the expressions of both the t-rex the main character the other and like just the tension and the action and stuff it's incredibly well done wow. uh it's a really fun watch uh, but also, yeah, it's incredibly violent and gory, huh. too. <laughs> so <laughs> so not a kid cartoon. Not a kid cartoon. Oh, you said Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah sure. Adult Swim. Uh, so, yeah, it, I mean, it's a T-Rex. So, like, when he's, they're fighting people, the T-Rex is eating stuff. Uh, <laughs> so, like eating a real people. T-Rex. A yeah. real dinosaur yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like uh, Land Before Time no, style where no, it's no, no. cutesy. No. And, yeah, in his uh, – Tartakovsky's uh, animation style is, like, really – unique i feel like and so it's just but still it's a very good show just because it just because i really there are so many moments in it when i watch it where i'm just like man this is so cool they're not telling me they're not saying anything to me mm-hmm. but it's just showing me everything and all the the, the like wild their expressions and stuff it's really cool do you ever hear them talk yes okay. um one because like does he talk like a caveman yeah okay. i mean like most of his communication is like yelling and just like yelling unintelligibly at the T-Rex at Fang. And then later in season one, mild spoiler for anybody, he does meet an, another woman and who can talk. And Did they like, get it on? Uh, not yet, <laughs> but it's looking like it could potentially go that direction. <laughs> well, I mean, but she like the, says, char- the new character being female makes me feel like that's <laughs> what they're there for. 
uh, well, it's 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 set up kind of harsh because like at the very beginning of the show, Spears family is killed by a T Rex, and then he goes and hunts down that T Rex, and right after he does that, winds up this or the same T Rex actually come and like kill Fang his T Rex her eggs and babies and stuff, and so they like kind of come together because he was sure. just out to kill any T-Rex he could find. But they come together and like fight these, the bad one. And then through that, they like bond and they become these like traveling pairs. Going the countryside and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so they meet up this, with this woman later and she's more, uh, yeah, can talk and like has, is for, from a more advanced uh, tribe of people and stuff. And so she like tries to say like her name is Mira and stuff. So she goes go like Mira. And then like by the end of the season, he's being able to like say Mira. But that's like to the extent of most huh. of the talking and stuff. But it's really good. Wow. So if anybody feels uh, like watching something me, different. I don't think you had told me what it was about really or that there's no talking. Yeah. That's wild. It's pretty cool. I'll show you a little bit of it. It just doesn't really sure. strike as one that you won't like it. No, of course but not. But <laughs> I think like, just like kind of show you just how it is. Yeah. It's, it's pretty Yeah, because I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around no talking. Yeah. Why? It's all through just like, yeah, just like through action, then like showing like visual cues and stuff like right. that. It's it's Hand motions yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's really good. Cool. What have you been watching? You know, still the same shit. <laughs> still watching Blossom. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. I would highly, again, highly recommend. It's on Hulu. But we also just watched the new season of Dairy Girls oh, together. So good. Uh, which is a show that we really love. What season was this? Three? Three. Um, we tried to savor it. It lasted a whole week, which we, is pretty we good. We savored for like us. the first half. Yeah. We 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 watched like one episode a day for like the first four episodes. Yeah. And then after that, all bets were off. We just finished it. But um it was a great wrap. Is the last season of that show. Yeah. Um, if you're not uh familiar with it at all, it's about teenage girls who live in Ireland in the Mm nineties and they're kind of like living through, well, I mean, it's hilarious first of all, but they're also living through all the turmoil that was going on in Ireland back then. Cause this, um, this is in then. dairy. It's in Northern Ireland. So yeah. like where it was especially bad. I just said back then, like yeah. we were talking about 60 years ago. I mean, 32. 30. So like, you know, weird. Yeah. Um, but the season was just as good as the first two. We really enjoyed it. It was really funny. It had an, interesting wrap up yeah they like do a jump to um modern day to now at the very you know in like the very last scene just for a a second um obviously i won't spoil what it is it's not what i was thinking it was gonna be right but it was kind of fun yeah it was like a fun way to end it Mm -hmm. i don't know um but we really enjoyed the season so if you're a dairy girls fan I mean, it, highly it, recommend. And if you haven't watched the show, you should go watch the show. Yeah, it's buckle so up, though. Good. It's hard to understand their funny Yeah, Irish that was going to be my only caveat. <laughs> it's, it can sometimes, especially when they start like getting really excited, like talking fast and stuff. It's like I'm sure there's I'm picking up context clues only. Here. There's a lot of storyline <laughs> and jokes that we absolutely miss. I know we need to watch it again with uh, like captions on now, maybe, so we can catch yeah. all the jokes. But still, there's you know, it's like a different language they oh, use yeah. different words that even if we could see the captions we still wouldn't always know what they're talking about one thing i can say about dairy girls is it's pretty class it's pretty what it's pretty class, class. <laughs> <laughs> it's also uh oh shoot what's the word they use cracker cracker yeah it's very cracker which here means is a different thing a different thing entirely <laughs> <laughs> anyway we'd recommend yes uh well i think that's it i don't think we were watching anything else no no i think that's about it for now well then let's Move along and Let's talk about, I know what you did last summer, uh, came out in 1997. 
Um, did you know who was in it even? No. So Jarrett's never seen it. I, I knew nothing about um, this movie other than just I'd heard the what name. it was. Yeah. Stars are Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Phillippe, and Freddie Prince Jr. Very of the times cast. Definitely. Uh, yeah. It's who who was in all the big movies back then. Um, so you you did not know anything about it. Did nope. you know it was scary? I mean, no. I think before we watched it, I think I just kind of thought it. I maybe more of like a thriller. I guess maybe I don't think I. Th- I think it. I think I thought it was it was that, but Would, de- I definitely did not know it was a, like a slasher horror movie. So it is considered a slasher movie, yeah. right? I, I mean, I it's bloody, so. it's gory. Oh yeah, there were some moments we can talk about that were for sure. Ooh, I didn't really. Uh, Watch the scary parts in this rewatch. Um, IMDb claims it's horror and mystery, mm. if that tells you anything. So if you're unaware, spoiler alert, there's going to be spoilers in this, as yeah. always. But, um, you know, I guess horror movies, people like really don't want spoiled. But um, the four main characters are teenagers. Uh, it's July 4th weekend, and they hit a guy yeah, my birthday weekend. with their... It's true. It's Jared's birthday, birthday. weekend. <laughs> and they were celebrating on the beach. <laughs> I talked about myself a third person. I don't know why. <laughs> it just happens. You can't help it sometimes. Uh, um, when you're a public figure, such as podcast hosts. <laughs> just get confused about, are we talking, you know, who we're talking to? It's just to get so, it's Anyway, <laughs> the four hot main characters are teenagers. It's July 4th weekend. They hit a guy with their car. Uh-oh. They push him into a lake because they think he's dead. Smart. Of course he's not. He's going to come back and try to murder them all. Um, and then we cut to a year later and Jennifer Love Hewitt, who is uh, the main character, I would say. Yeah. 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 She gets a note that says, I know what you did last summer uh, and returns back to her hometown. And the four friends uh, essentially end up being chased by this killer. And two of them die. Like, I guess, yeah, here, here's the spoiler. A couple of them die. They find out who it is at the end and they think they kill him. So I know that Jarrett just uh, read a thing about this and Scream because it was the anniversary of this or of Scream? Of this movie, actually. Okay, so what, what, what did you learn? So it's actually the 25th anniversary of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Wow, and, that's weird. Um, I know, which was not originally in our plan for this. It no, just happened yeah. to be a happy accident that they were coinciding it to be at the same time. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, it was just the 25th anniversary of this movie. And it was cool because they made this movie as a response to Scream, which had just come out the year before. Yeah, I did not realize that. Have you seen Scream? I haven't actually. I don't. I haven't either. I don't think I can watch it. Really? Because like someone in my house is what terrifies me more than ooh, anything. Yeah, so. that does with me too. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, maybe not. I don't not. think we're Scream people. <laughs> I won't be a Scream person. <laughs> That's a, the um, calls coming from inside the house movie. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm, we probably won't watch don't that. Know. But it's also so campy though. It's not like it's I don't know. I don't. It's a slasher film. That's true. I don't know. I feel like it's just one of those that's more regarded more as more of a campy movie. But anyway, maybe I'll try it one day. Maybe I'll be brave and try it. But um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it was 1996. Maybe you'll be brave and watch a movie made for teenagers. <laughs> Uh, but 1996 is when Scream came out, and uh, th- it was massively popular, as everyone knows. And so they decided to, hey, we want to capitalize on this. Let's do another like teen slasher movie just like this. And who better then to go to to make a movie in response to Scream? None other than the screenwriter of Scream himself, 
Uh, and so they pulled one of his old scripts, which was, the, I know what you did last summer, uh, that had been in development for a while. Up until this point, nobody wanted to make it. But now because Scream had been so popular, they were like, sure, sure let's give yeah, it a try. Let's do it again. And they made the whole movie in 10 months. Is that short for a movie? That sounds oh, like a very, long time. Very short for a movie. Wait, really? They, they had to decide they Even wanted. Even now? Yeah, they had to decide they wanted to make it, finish writing it. Oh, so it. not like, just like the filming stages. part. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, like all stages of making the movie, they did in 10 Well, that months. makes sense. They had to get it out in time for Halloween again. Right. Yeah. But it t- turned out to pay off because in the articles reading said that it made, wound up making like seven and a half times its budget. Oh, so shit. It, was, it, was, it, it also was very popular. Very successful. Yeah. So all of this I knew none of, and I had no idea really this movie existed up until watching it. I mean, you had talked about it before saying how, uh, you know, yeah, it was on TV all the yeah, time. You watched it so much on TV and different stuff. Like I don't that, know how so. I watched it as a kid. It was like, I didn't want to watch it now. Yeah. It must've really freaked me out as a kid. It is pretty, or maybe you were just, you know, distracted by Freddie Prince Jr. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know that I was really that into it, but we'll get to that at the end of the episode <laughs> when we do who's hotter. Yeah, Cause this episode actually feels like it's appropriate to do a who's yeah. hotter. <laughs> yeah. We didn't really want to who's hotter Robin Williams or league of their own stuff like that too. Oh but. yeah. Oh yeah. We should have done with the league of their we own though. I don't know why we didn't too late. Anyway, oh, well. uh, let's talk about it. What did you think? Did you even enjoy it? I did. Actually, it was very fun. Really? Like, I thought it was like a fun because it, it, it was the kind of thing where it wasn't it didn't feel overly scary, which kind of makes me feel like I would be able to make it through screen uh-huh. uh, because it it wasn't like. But again, it's not likely that you're going to be chased by a man with a fish hook who's trying to kill me. I mean, you. Yeah, that's true. It, but- <laughs> again, identity, self-identity when you're a famous podcast host is hard. Um <laughs> But no, but I just it like is possible that somebody could come into your house and murder you. True. I think the story, the difference of storyline would make it scarier. That's possible. That's true too. But I just more mean in its overall tone and feel and stuff. It, um, it just feels more. It's it's like it is scary, but in a lighter way. It's pretty it's not, cheesy. Yeah, yeah, cheesy and stuff like it, that. Well, it's not a slasher movie that was made to be campy, but oh boy, Hattie in twenty twenty two is it campy? It really is. Uh, like it just a lot of the kills uh, come off as very like campy, and it, it's just funny too. It, you know, it's one of those things of all of all these these horror movie slasher films. Everybody has the unique thing, mm-hmm. you know, with Michael Myers, the mask and the knife, the jumpsuit right. and all that. You know, Jason. Yeah, this Boy, guy has a fish mask. hook because he's the, a fisherman. Yeah, and it's like the fisherman's cloak and hat and a fish hook, which it is a menacing look, I will say. <laughs> but sometimes it's just very like even like how the kills come about. Like, OK, for another mild spoiler, when the very first person that the, the fish hook killer kills is uh, Johnny Galecki's character. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's it's gruesome. He uses the fish hook, goes up, up through his chin and like hooks him and pulls oh, him over and stuff. Good. Yeah, it was kind of, but also, I don't know. It just kind of looks weird and awkward too, trying to like menacingly use this fish hook. I know it's effective to kill, but I, don't I think know. something's wrong with you if you're not afraid of a murder. I'm not saying I'm not afraid of it. If you, <laughs> the dude's coming down at me on, in an alley and I see his silhouette, yeah, I'm going to be terrified about that situation, no doubt. But I'm just saying, in the context of watching this campy, cheesy, you know, teen horror slasher film, not so much, but it was funny. What did you think of the acting of the four main characters? Because these were like big names yeah. back then. I mean, they're big names now, but some of most of them. To some extent, but yeah. um, I mean, like having Jennifer Love Hewitt star in a movie in '97, she was like the the biggest. She was 
the hottest star. What did you think she of the and acting? Freddie Prince Jr. had been in She's All That, right? Or am I thinking of someone else? You're conflating a whole bunch of movies. Oh, no. Freddie Prince Jr. is She's All That. Okay. Jennifer Love Hewitt is Can't Hardly Wait. Got it. Okay. Which was not a big film. Wow, like see, I was getting this. I, we even watched She's All That. And I wait. Okay. For, well, it's so, been a while. So She's All That is the one with the, that has the classic takes the glasses off. Yes. And okay. now she's hot. And that's Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, 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 no. No. That's Rachel Lee Cook. Someone else okay. entirely. Yeah. <laughs> so three many, names. Three names. Yeah. Sarah Michelle okay. Gellar. They loved a three they name did. in the 90s. Big thing in the 90s. Well, and what's confusing you too is that Can't Hardly Wait was not a big film. Like she's all that. And I know what you did last summer and was. And that's the damn why but you gotta waste my flavor. Yes. Seth Green. Okay. Ethan Embry. Right. But Can't Hardly Wait was a big movie in my house because I loved, still love, Ethan Embry. Right. So in your head, it probably f- like... They all it kind fits. of run together. Yes, in some it way. seems like the same. It's not really. Okay. It was not a big film. I don't even remember it coming out. In, I mean, I'm sure it came out in theaters, but I don't remember that. It was not big like She's All That is. Got Completely it. different okay. movie. So separate. So thing. I don't know what, other than Can't Really Wait, I don't know that you would know Jennifer Love Hewitt from anything okay, else. Maybe I don't really. You probably don't. But she was like the tits, you know? <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> uh, and, but then I didn't even really even know Freddie Prince Jr. from anything back then. My first, I think the first thing that I actually saw Freddie Prince Jr. in, and didn't even really see him and more heard him. He did the voice of a video game character uh, in right. Dra- he Dragon He does a Age lot Inquisition. of voice stuff. And then I wound up watching him because he does the voice of Kanan Jarrus in Star Wars Rebels. And this is like the main, one of the main characters in that show. Okay. He was great in it. Loved him. So yeah, big Freddie Prince Jr. fan now. <laughs> And then, too, because I heard him on, like, I was watching a video of him on a podcast talking about Star Wars and, like... Yeah, he's big in D&D. Yeah, and he was, like, going, talking about, like, what this... I can't remember what it was now, but something about his character in Rebels and his connection to the Force. And he, like, really goes into it deep. And I was Uh like, you have my respect, sir. You did not just do a voice. (laughs) You know know the lore. Did you like him as Zack Siler and She's All That? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's very fun. Like, they're all the characters in certain ways are well. I was gonna say all the characters. I, Ryan Phillippe's character was pretty douchey, so yeah. like he was he was not hard to like. Was not sad to see him <laughs> go. R.I.P. But did you but, think that the acting was good? Oh no, it's okay. it's not. It's it's not. That's but that's not what you're here for. It just made me realize that all Jennifer Love Hewitt does is like close her eyes partially. She closes them like thirty percent and just like kind of makes him go soft and squinty <laughs> and then opens her mouth like, Oh my God, that's, that, that's all she does. That's like her shtick. Yeah. That's how she acts. You know, go with what works. She's, I she's, guess it's her thing. I guess <laughs> she does it and can't only wait a ton too. Yeah. I know this is of course what everybody wants to talk about with scary movies and it's become a funny trope now, but why are people in horror movies so stupid? Yeah. So dumb. Mm hmm. There wasn't uh, any of those moments like there were tons of those moments where you see the dark alley that they obviously shouldn't go down, but they're like, oh, well, this is my only way out. Let me go down this dark alley when there's like a well-lit street they could be walking on. Or even the scene when, again, spoilers, when Ryan Phillippe's character dies mm-hmm. and is killed. They're at some dance. Is, is it a school? Uh, it's, uh, the I think high it's school the dance, right? like homecoming parade. Homecoming? Yeah. Yeah. He's just like up chilling in this attic, second story yeah. loft the area, balcony. looking yeah. over everything by his lonesome. You know, he's just like up there chilling. People have died 
from this killer at this point. They know something right. is going on. And like and they know he's, he's around. Chilling. Yeah. Why would you even ever be alone at this right? point? Why are they just not all four like duct tape wrap themselves <laughs> looking in different directions? So regardless of what's happening, they well, always you know, they, have an eye out. They can't go to the police because they think that they're murderers at this point. They right. think that they've murdered right. someone. Because I guess we need to kind of clear up who the murderer that is. Up. Yeah. Because it, it's slightly confusing in the movie itself a little bit. And we were well it's i mean like, it's supposed to you're supposed to not know until well, the end i guess you that's know? true so this is very big spoiler yeah. stuff then um uh, it doesn't matter I know it's, it doesn't. it's 25, like 25 years year old, old movie yeah um six cents was spoiled for me so that's like the greatest big yeah they're all anyway. dead so yeah yeah anyway <laughs> he's a ghost he's a ghost sorry everybody who <laughs> maybe haven't seen six cents yet. hey six cents who made that uh m night Shyamalan? you know he also was the screenwriter for she's all that really yeah wow yeah I did not know that. That's cool. <laughs> and random. Super random. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not what you would expect. No, I'm shocked. <laughs> when we, you know, got to the end and it's of course revealed who the killer is because what happens is Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. end up on, well, no, just Jennifer Love Hewitt ends up on yeah. a boat with the killer at the end. Freddie Prince Jr. of course swoops in to save her and they, do they knock him into the water again? Yeah. They, they think like, they kill him they again. Play, like, somehow he, Chop off his hand. Yeah. Oh, and they then, chop like, off his hand. That's somehow, right. like, it's caught in some rigging on his boat and but stuff like that. Just before that, Jennifer Love Hewitt thinks the killer is Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Because she the ends movie up. Does, sorry. She the, she ends up on his boat and realizes something that doesn't matter. It's going <laughs> to create a huge backstory that we don't need to explain because nobody really cares about the plot. But but it was good that how they did it though because there was a substantial part of the movie where I did think it was Freddie Prince Jr. Sure. Yeah. So you find out anyway at the end. Not Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. It's someone else. It's this fisherman. Um, were you surprised that it wasn't Freddie Prince Jr.? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But then I was also surprised by the connection to who the killer was. And just like, I was like, oh, little extra twist in there. Just because it's, they obviously think it's this kid who they find. Because after they dump the body, a new story comes out, you know, when the body is found. And they're like saying it's this this kid from a town over or something like that. Uh-huh. And that's who they, th- and they're like, Oh shit. But that's who like, they killed. It's right. actually dead. Yeah. And then, so then when somebody came and started killing them, I was like, Oh, confused, confused who, who is it, it could possibly be. So I feel like it sets that up really well. The actual identity of the killer. Uh, but then it's like, you know, through a course of events, you find out it was the boy who th- was identified on the news. It was, that's not who they killed. That's not who they killed. That kid was killed by the killer. Right. <laughs> who was that kid's girlfriend's dad. Again, had, none of this matters. It's, a, but. it's it's honestly very convoluted, like kind of a weird. It's like it makes sense. Yes. But also right. like in any way trying to explain it, it requires this much yeah. explaining. So it feels very convoluted. The point is, it's not the call isn't it, coming from inside the house. It's exactly. not Freddie Prince Jr. Exactly. It's some other it's person. It's actually a fisherman, not someone who just decided this would be a cool persona to pick up. Right. For their murderous <laughs> deeds. They're just like, hey, maybe I should be a murderer now. So, yeah. And honestly, I, I don't remember if I was able to conceptualize the storyline as a kid. I'm sure not. Because when but you were watching even, this, like around the time it came out. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. But even now, I don't think I paid attention that much to really know what was going on. I mean, you, we had to like, you know, kind of reread our notes to record the podcast and you had to go look at the Wikipedia page and remind me who the killer was. Cause I, yeah. I mean, I knew it wasn't Freddie Prince Jr. Of course, but I didn't remember the connection again, mm-hmm. maybe because it's so complicated. Yeah. Eh, it doesn't matter. It is not Freddie Prince Jr. That's right. So Ryan Philippi ends up dead. 
Sarah Michelle Geller ends up dead. Yeah. Johnny Galecki ends up Johnny dead. Johnny Galecki ends up dead. Into a trunk with crabs. Yeah, that that, that was really weird. creeped me out. And then they go back to see it again and it's gone. It's yeah. disappeared. Yeah. Ooh, I hated that. That freaks me out more than somebody getting murdered. So all that is to say, if you want a fun, campy slasher film from the 90s, it's a decent pick, right? Yeah, I think it's fun. I feel like those movies you are watching more for like that campiness aspect sure. more than like the actual horror thrill. Like, sure, there are good jump scares and there were good jump scares in this one, too. Like, again, talking about it, when Johnny Galecki's character gets killed, that one was very like tense because it was the first like person to die. And so they set it up very ominously and stuff like that. So like it was good. It like it had those good moments and enough tension to like keep it entertaining. Sure. But it's also light, light enough that it's not overly terrifying. So, you know, I think it's a fun time. We didn't actually talk about who Johnny Galecki is, although it doesn't really matter. But he's just another friend, and he sees them the night that they hit the body. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but they Jennifer Love Hewitt convinces him that like everything's fine, we don't need help, and he doesn't he doesn't see that they've hit someone or anything. Right. But when she at first gets the note that says, "I know what you did last summer," she thinks it might be him because right. he. You know, could have seen what they did. But then he winds up dead, so it's a wonderful red herring, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's got some good twists and turns throughout. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was I a good don't time. need to watch it again. Like many of these films. <laughs> it's like, ah, yes, that's why I haven't watched it since childhood. <laughs> if it's not a dumb movie that makes me laugh a whole lot, I don't really need to watch it you mean again. Flubber didn't do that? No, no not really. <laughs> There's few movies that do, honestly. Um, this was uh, actually based on a novel from the seventies. So that's why the writer guy had, who has a name, I guess we could say. Nah, he doesn't deserve the credit. Kevin Williamson. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he had the script like ready and waiting. It was based on a a novel from the seventies. Um, and since then they've made two sequels. I still know what you did last summer, which follows the same storyline. Still Jennifer Love Hewitt. They add Brandy to the cast, the singer Brandy. Which uh, I think makes it a little more interesting. At least, you know, it's slightly different people. Mm -hmm. Of course, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Ryan Phillippe aren't invited back because they're both dead. Pour one out for the homies. (laughs) Um, There's somebody else in it. Oh, Mackay Pfeiffer. Oh. And Brandy Norwood. So there you go. They also were trying to make it not a white, fully white movie. Which this one definitely was. Uh, And then there was another sequel called I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. See, that one sounds more like a romance, a rom-com. It looks really bad. It's completely new people. I looked at the names. I don't know that we know any of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then Direct oddly. DVD. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oddly enough. Well, that makes me wonder. So do they die? And I still know what you did last summer. I don't know that storyline. Last year, 2021, they actually came out and made a TV show. Yeah. Too. I don't know the storyline on, on Peacock, that. I don't know right, if it's. I think. Um, I don't know. I didn't look because we're never going to watch it. Well, Nobody's ever going to watch it. <laughs> Oh, it did? Yeah. Oh, so one season and done. One and done. Um, so if you're really into, I know you did last summer, there's plenty of content out there for you. Now let's do what everybody's been waiting for. First one of the season. My favorite, your favorite, Angela's favorite, everyone's favorite. <laughs> Who's hotter? Oh, man. This is a good one, too, because we have multiple rounds. Yeah. Round one. Oh, you're going to have to look at pictures probably. You can't think of what they look like. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I just want, you know. I want to Did you know ready. Sarah Michelle Geller or Ryan Phillippe from anything? You know, she was in Scooby-Doo. Y'all were a Scooby-Doo family. I know, yeah, but not live I know you action, watched the cartoon version. Not but live action Scooby-Doo She stuff. was, what's her name? I haven't seen the live action Scooby-Doo. Daphne? Yeah, yes. The hot one. Yeah. The Daphne. Uh, and then, so Sarah Michelle Geller. And you know, and then, 
Of course, everyone knows this, but she's married to Freddie Prince Jr. in real life. Oh. Oh, you didn't know that? I feel like I did know that. Oh, yeah, duh, because yeah, we saw him in that, that commercial that was the... They did dishwashing a commercial, the dishwashing commercial. Yeah. commercial well, yeah. they're like, we do it's it every dumb. night. And, and then... Like, yeah, you do. <laughs> Ryan Phillippe married Reese Witherspoon. Right. And they have a couple that. kids. Because they were in that movie Cruel Intentions together, right? Yes. Okay. With Selma Blair. Yes. And... Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait, is Reese Witherspoon in Cruel Intentions? Yeah, she is. Man, these... All these people are in all the same back. things. You know what we should figure out some fun way to incorporate into this is that game we play on car trips. Yeah, where you have where to connect, we have to famous connect people. two famous people together through the movie, through yeah. their movies. And you can only do it through movies. You can't do it through like TV and stuff like that. And it we, probably wouldn't make for good podcast content it might, because it's just a lot of silence. So <laughs> we'll get somebody here to like we think. narrate our thoughts and, and everything and we can just put it in later. But I don't know. That'd be fun to incorporate. I love way. that though. It I love really how it's like the same 10 actors. I, you see it a lot now still like Will Ferrell always acts with the same people. Right. Adam Sandler with his, um, what's his company called? His production uh, company. Something. Gary Sanchez. Yeah. Adam Sandler does it with his um, Happy Madison. Happy Madison. Yeah. It's the same, you know, like 10 or 12 people. Those examples are both all white guys. Sorry, of course. But I, it's fun. And I'm seeing a lot of that now as I rewatch Blossom, as right. we keep talking about. And uh, we've been, I think we talked about this last week, but we've been rewatching like Step by Step and Family Matters, all the TGIF shows. It's fun to see all the guest stars across all the shows right right i don't know why i just it feels exciting for some well, reason it's like, i don't like, know i didn't know when we were rewatching some full house that daniel official uh oh topanga, topanga from, boy meets, from boy meets world was in a couple episodes of full house obviously just much younger couple, but like still i was like oh had no idea was there any crossover between this and scream there are there any of the same people i don't honestly know much about know. scream um, I don't think there is. Yeah, I don't think so either. Okay, anyway, none of that anyway, matters. Who's hotter? Let's talk about who's hotter. <laughs> Wild tangent. We're going to do a, a a couple gendered rounds. First, of course, we're going to do the ladies. Jared's having to look at photos to no, remind I'm, I'm himself good. of who's Oh, you are? Okay. Who's hotter? On three, Sarah Michelle Geller or Jennifer Love Hewitt? Okay. One, two, three. Jennifer, Jennifer Love, Love Hewitt. Hewitt. Hey, hey, look at that. I'm not sure why. She's just... Just is. Maybe it's the bad acting. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it might be because I'm more familiar with her. I yeah, love Can't I, Hardly Wait I don't really, so much. I don't think I've, like, I've never seen Buffy. So like, I don't know anything. Sorry, Michelle I haven't Gellar, either. Really. Is that something we're supposed to watch? Maybe, but I also feel like we maybe missed the boat on it. I don't know. People love Buffy. Do they? I mean, I, yeah. do, I know they do. <laughs> I just mean like, I don't know if that would translate for us not having the connection. You know where else you've seen Jennifer Love Hewitt? Where? The hell, one of the Halloween episodes of Boy Meets World. Oh, really? Yeah, where they're all locked in detention. Locked oh, that's in the right. That's a, that's a good episode. She's I like in that, that episode, episode because, fun fact, I also listen to the Boy Meets World podcast, so <laughs> I live in the '90s, basically. Um, uh, Eric, the brother, right, was dating her in real life, really, and refers to her as love when they talk about it. Huh. I don't know if like that's what people called her. Maybe is that even he her real her. name? Who names someone love? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, consensus is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Now, who's hotter between the dudes? Do you okay. know your answer to that? Yes. Three, two, one. Frank Johnny Prince Galecki. Uh, oh, throwing in the curveball. You didn't say, but I still, I still stand <laughs> by my answer. Well, I did in my notes. I did write down Freddie Prince Jr. is so hot, and he's one of those that 
kind of like Leo DiCaprio when we watched Romeo and Juliet not too long ago. Yeah. When it first started, I was like, I don't remember like what I saw in him. And then maybe a half hour in, I'm like, oh, all right, there it is. Yeah, still really hot. Yeah. I remember now. Well, I mean, come on, Freddie Prince Jr., hot guy with a deep appreciation of Star Wars lore. He's <laughs> got great eyebrows, too. Yeah. So eyebrows go a long go way. And Ryan Phillippe's character sucked. And yeah. <laughs> he just like yelled all the time and he's just angry. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't really think, I can't even think about anything else. I know I've seen Ryan Phillippe in something else and I'm just blanking on what it is now. He just does the same thing. And in I'm every just role. kind of like, yeah, I don't, nothing stands out. Well, I don't, <laughs> I'm sure Johnny Galecki wasn't super hot in this because he must have been really young, but I don't know what it is about that short dude, but he is hot. <laughs> So I'm sticking with my I mean, answer. You know, I don't know. It's just like like what you're saying. Like Freddie Prince Jr. looks better than it now than he did then. Yeah. He just you know. Well, yeah, you do age so gracefully. Happens. Anyway, I'm more of a Johnny Galecki kind of girl oh, right. than Freddie all Prince right. Jr. I'm just relieved you didn't say Ryan Phillippe. Yeah. No. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, there it was not even a question. <laughs> well, that's that. We're now caught up on the culture, the spooky culture spooky indeed. that is i know what you did last summer i hope everybody has a good halloween i know we will and hit us up on instagram at catch-up culture and let us know i don't know you know if you were scared of this movie you know let us know if you've seen i'll always know what you did yeah because did you oh, make it through all three <laughs> that's like we will not be making it through all three <laughs> thanks for listening and we'll see you next time <laughs>